Welcome to the Well Fuel Podcast, your spot for everything gut health, detox, hormones, a healthy home, mold, and everything in between. I'm your host, Isabel Smith. I'm an integrative and functional registered dietitian and the founder of Isabel Smith Nutrition. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Well Fuel Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sydney, and we are talking about a topic that has always been a super asked about topic. I get a lot of questions about it on IG, and then our clients are always, we're always talking about this. Your hair, what if it's falling out of your head? What do you do? Where do you go, right? There's, I mean, it's so stressful. Having been there myself when I was in the thick of my Lyme stuff, my hair was falling out. Out. I went to my hairdresser for the first time last couple of weeks and way too long. <laughs> it was like, literally, you have a whole new layer of hair. My hair is growing back. So, Super what do you do? Exciting. Isn't it though? I mean, like, I don't yeah. come from like a well endowed hair family. So, oh I my feel- gosh, me either. I mean, I just, I just, I'm grateful to have the hair I have. So, I want to keep it in my head, as do all of you guys out there listening. But what do you hear this a lot from clients too, Sydney? Like people with hair loss? I do, especially because a lot of our clients come to us with like very complicated cases and like lots of issues going on. And there's so many things that can impact our body's ability to lose our hair. And what I always tell clients is hair is an accessory. Your body does not think about hair as being necessary for life. And so if it needs to pull nutrients for other areas. It will pull it from your hair and thus you will have thinning hair. Hair will be falling out. So it's really just an overall signal to us that we've got deeper issues going on that we're trying to look for. Yeah, it is. And you know what? Like like hormones, like their, their accessories, right? So they are, our bodies focus on them when they need to. And when they don't, they don't. And so if we can sort of, what we always like to do is take a step back and sort of zoom out on the full equation and think about why somebody's body might not be prioritizing hair, right? What else is going on? What is it that we're not seeing? I said to a client earlier today, she's got a very overactive nervous system, right? And we have to think like the body would think, right? Why is it being so hyper reactive? Why is your hair falling out? What is your body focusing on instead? So some places that we like to start to think about. First of all, this one is like a glaring in our face. What's happening with food and food consumption? Okay. If somebody's not eating enough and not eating enough protein, you know, minerals and nutrients like zinc, and if they're not absorbing, right? So we've got the first thing, which is, are they eating it? If they are eating it, then why are they not absorbing it? So that's always the first thing, right? Isn't that something, do you, do you find that that's the first yeah. thing you consider too, Sydney? Absolutely, yeah. because like, that makes what such a difference eat? in like all areas of our body too, right? It's like, if we're eating enough, if we're eating the right types of food, that's gonna help in a lot of areas, not just our hair. So yes, absolutely think about it first. Totally, and that's an easy thing for us to correct, right? It's like, you know, if somebody's not eating the things, let's either supplement the things that they need, or change their diet. Nutrients that are absolutely essential for hair growth, iron, zinc, protein, calories, calories in general, right? Just getting enough calories. What else comes to mind? Did I forget anything? No, because a lot of things interplay with that too. So like you were saying before, like minerals, not just our major minerals, like sodium, potassium, magnesium, but we might have, like you mentioned, the zinc, copper, iron, like that whole picture as well, especially with our females is important. I think healthy fat intake as well. I don't think we mentioned that, but like that definitely feeds in, especially for men with hair loss too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think again, calories in general, top priority, right? 
for women, it's a lot, a lot about iron for men too, but for women, it's a lot about iron. It's also a lot about inflammation. So when the body's inflamed, right, <laughs> right, that's the next place we go is inflammation, right? Of course, yeah. then we have like 65 different places we need to look for inflammation, but inflammation is it going to be another reason why somebody's hair falls out? Yeah. So absolutely. this is not, and this doesn't have to be that you have like glaring inflammatory markers on your blood test, right? This is like localized inflammation. This is perceived inflammation on behalf of your body. This does not have to be mega massive, you know, crazy bad looking labs. Yep. High levels of stress too, right? Absolutely. Make some- absolutely. Like you were saying about your client with the nervous system issues, like that stress is real and stress is something that all of us feel. And even if you don't necessarily feel stress, I kind of almost like hone in on those clients that tell me that they don't perceive that they're under stress a little bit more because your body can still perceive that you're under stress, even if you don't necessarily feel stressed. Totally. Right. And I think this is where the nervous system work comes in. And I feel like a broken freaking record on this, but the nervous system work comes in very much in this vein, which is what does the body think is going on, right? Because like the way that I envision these, all these cute little 10 trillion cells that are in our bodies, they're like kind of walking around blindfolded, right? Like bumping into walls, trying to figure out what's going on, trying to like read the messages, read the message in the bottle that comes floating down the river, but they don't really have all the details. So I always explain to clients like, you know, imagine you were in your own body, right? What would that feel like? Are you inside a washing machine being, you know, turned and flipped up, <laughs> flipped upside down all the time? Or is it like a calm, right. you know, river, you know, like what is the environment in there? Because that's how your body is literally reacting to what yeah. the perceived experience is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think when we think about um, inflammation as well. I mean, stress obviously plays a role into that, but I think like toxin exposure, which we've talked about in like other various podcasts and probably will do a separate thing on it. You know, that really contributes a lot to inflammation in the body. And so that's one other area that's like easy for us to look at is like, where are you getting some of these toxin exposures from as well? If we're thinking inflammation is playing a role in, in that for you. Totally. It's a very easy place for us to assess. And we do that through urine testing. I had a client today say that to me that their doctor wants to do blood testing and that's fine. Mm -hmm. And I love when doctors are even willing to think and consider this, but we prefer to do urine testing because seeing what you're actually excreting versus what's bound to a red blood cell, two very different things. And in fact, not everything's going to be bound. And we often see more of what's going on because we tend to sequester toxins, chemicals, pesticides, et cetera, in our fat cells. So we sequester that and then we excrete it. Yep. That tends to be a little bit more accurate for, you know, what's, what's going on. But I'm like hearing you guys on the other end of the podcast being like, okay, like what do I, what do I do if my hair is falling out? Okay. We've talked about some potential reasons. What do I do if my hair is falling out? I'm, I'm hearing the the person on the other end be like, okay, my hair is falling out, but like I eat well, I eat those nutrients you just talked about. I'm not particularly inflamed, but I'm a runner and I run a lot. I get this a lot. I'm a runner and I run a lot. Being a long distance runner can actually decrease nutrients, specifically iron in the body. It may actually be contributing to your hair falling out. So it doesn't have to be like a massive, destructive, inflammatory situation. It can just be a specific lifestyle choice that can lead to hair falling out. Like, like I just said, like (laughs) being a runner, right? 
Yeah. I'm not shaming runners. I love to run. You guys know I love to run. But, you know, this alone can contribute, right? To, this can be a reason. It doesn't always have to be some gargantuan issue. So first yep. things first, we want to get some labs, right? So then we want to like get some labs and see what's yep. going on. We'd want to yeah. order like an RBC magnesium or zinc. We'd oh, Sorry, zinc probably. We might want to look at your total iron, your B vitamins, see what we're noticing. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think trends are nice too. So if you've had lab work done in the past, like even just general lab work done in the past, it's nice for us to kind of look at at all of that, that whole picture. But yeah, I think labs are a really great place to start. Um, also, just like you've said before, kind of taking stock of are you eating enough? Like, what does your eating look like? Because that is something that you can do on your own just to kind of see, you know, like, what am I eating in a day? A lot of times we don't even think about it or we don't even know or we don't notice that we're missing a meal or skipping a snack because we're, you know, stuck in doing stuff all day. No, we don't. We don't notice that we're missing a meal. And then we, and then we take a step back and we're like, Oh, wait a minute. I think I might actually not be eating enough. Right. And I'm always careful in these conversations when we have them with clients. Cause I know it's very tricky and slippery, but like, that's always the first thing. Yeah. Right. Maybe thinking also about how you're pooping. Is it loose? Is it urgent? Is it too much? Like if you're, if your food's running through you, you're not going to be absorbing either. I think talking yep. to your practitioner or your doctor and coming up with a panel of labs to run super, super important so that you can see, even if we don't notice that the specific hair labs are low, but we notice that maybe your vitamin D has declined, your B has declined, your iron has declined, right? And there's a, even if they're not low, but there's a declining trend, we might be wanting to assess further how you're absorbing or lack thereof. Yeah, exactly. What about like, Absolutely. Good. No, adrenals, definitely. I mean, I think that's where you are saying, you know, labs will give us a little bit of information on that, looking at like sodium, potassium, magnesium. Um, Those are kind of our major minerals. If we do zinc or copper, um, some of our, you know, minor minerals will show up, trace minerals will show up as well. But I think that a lot of us can benefit from using minerals on a regular basis. I know you and I both use them on a regular basis just because life is stressful. We do a lot. We we both like to do physical activity that probably requires a little bit more hydration as well. And so that's something, talk to your practitioner about it so that you make sure that you're getting the right option. But that's something easy that you can do on your own is is support with minerals. Yes, yes, yes. Minerals, so helpful. Just increasing your absorbability of them, giving your body more baseline nutrients, so useful and so helpful to increase the potential of hair growth. You know, bottom line, we want to increase overall nutrient status in general to see how that influences. But what if somebody's like, okay, my nutrients are good. I'm feeling good. My hair's still falling out. I don't know what's going on. I was looking at thyroid and hormones. For, okay. I mean, those would be places I would look. <laughs> yeah. Thyroid hormones, right? Thyroid separately mm-hmm. and hormones, both yes. if not in the right alignment, may be contributing. Infections, fungal infections, yep. microbiome infections, fungal yep. can, candida will often make people's hair fall out. <laughs> yes. Right. And it'll affect nutrient absorption and, 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 and. So that's another place always to consider is there. Be just simply because, you know, infections do change the way that nutrients are utilized and absorbed. 
And they're also, they just tend to hijack the system as a whole. And somehow Candida in particular is the one that comes to mind. has a funny way of making people's hair fall out. It does. I mean, it's not funny. I definitely will see that. And I feel like a lot of Candida clients at some point in the process, the hair loss will come up. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be like crazy amounts. It sometimes is just like, oh, my hair is not staying in my head as it used to or as it should or I'm noticing that there's more on the floor. For so me, these are- it was in the shower. I like noticed when I would like wash my hair that there was like more than normal that I was like pulling out in the shower with washing my hair. That was like my like, oh, I didn't necessarily, I don't have a lot of hair. I have like really fine hair, but I have <laughs> like a decent amount of really fine hair. So like I could never tell like at the top or anything that I was like missing a lot of hair, but I did notice that way more was falling out in the shower. Yeah. I think the bathroom was definitely the place for me that I would like stop and be like, Oh wow. Like there's, I think Paul was like, I think your hair is falling out. And I'm like, thanks honey. You know, he has like literally the thickest hair and the thickest eyelashes. And he does too. I'm like, this is so unfair. So unfair. He comes home sometimes and he's like, I pulled my eyelashes out at work today. They just were like too long and, and they were like sitting on my glasses. And I'm like, literally, I hate you. You know, <laughs> it's when you have longer hair, you tend to see more of it. And as my yeah. hairdresser actually told me, if you wash your hair with soap less often, which you everybody should, you're actually going to notice that it falls out more when you do wash it. Yeah. Interestingly. Yeah. Makes sense if you're not you know, washing it I, very much. Yeah. And then you know, and then you wash it, right? And you notice it's all trends though, right? So I think that's the bottom line here is the trends. We want to be watching the trends. What is your trend and what's normal for you and what's not normal for you, right? That's, yep. I think, the most important component of this is like really identifying what's normal for you and what's not. Between a combination of lab work and dietary work and maybe some gut assessment, that's be, that would be where I would start with all this kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. I think that's, hopefully you guys have some practical tips. You know, reach out if you need help. We do a lot of work in this area. We love to help people keep their hair in their head where you want it or also, I'm sure. Grow it back. Yes, Yes. And, and I think if somebody's looking like, what can I do today? I'm not sponsored by them. I do not, I do not get any monetary, although I'd I'd like to, if you guys are out there listening, I love pros. I recommend pros a lot. The shampoo company, P-R-O-S-E, you can have a specially formulated shampoo based on where you live, your water, the hardness, the chemicals in it, really awesome. And you know, you want to like exfoliate, I'm trying this thing where I'm like washing my hair super, super well, like every couple of days and then like going a couple of days without washing it and that's working well. So it's like getting super clean every couple of days. And then I like give it a couple of days to get dirty again. And then I do it again. But that's what I do too. Everybody, (laughs) you do, you find it helpful. Yep. Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. I only wash my hair every few days and I use pros also. Ah, look at I actually stopped using it and then I realized I had like a whole arsenal of it in my basement. I'm a very happy camper going back to it. So I'm going to, I need to actually order for our new location versus where it was created for, but we're doing fairly well with it and, it, and the smell is really tasty. 
but they also have a great dry shampoo that's like not super chemically. And they I, they also have a scalp mask, which I love. Ooh. Bottom line though, definitely get some help if you're feeling like your hair's falling out. Something's not right. And it's nice to always, you know, have people to, you know, tune into and have look into it deeper. You don't have to cut your hair short just because your hair is falling out. You want to actually figure out what's going on behind the scenes. So thanks everyone. I hope this was helpful and informative. We'll see you next time on the podcast and uh, have a great day. As always, thanks so much for listening to the Wellfield podcast. We're so happy to have you. To make sure you don't miss a beat, please subscribe either on Apple or Spotify because we have episodes dropping once or more a week with tons of great content. If you want to make sure that you're up to date on everything we're doing in the business with our clients and new offers and all the things, make sure that you check us out at Isabel Smith Nutrition on Instagram and IsabelSmithNutrition.com. See you guys soon.